Welcome back, Rage Nation. Definitely not PR friends. Myself, Pete. He needs to stop, like, fucking getting cute with these kicks. John the Mountain Man Stokes. You're not putting them on my models, motherfucker. Chris the non-tech Asian. Put the tape measure up and get some wages. You, yeah, no, you really frustrated me. You walked away and you came back and your scalpel had been thrown across the room. <laughs> I'm just here so I don't get fined. I will will share with you my one rage quit story. Dude, I'm a robot and I don't have a solo personality. This is going to be a really great opportunity for everybody to see how you effed up. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got Pete here with Chris and Senior Dixon. What up, what up? Come fellas. What up? When we are uh, together, when we are combined, we are talking about Malifo. Is that why our powers combined? We are Malifo? That's right. Well, I don't know. What's the special rule for Cadmus? Is it we are Cadmus? We are uh, Legion. We are Legion. Yeah. Or we are many. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so what we're going to talk about is there's all these titles being slung around. We'll probably do this again once we have the whole kind of kit and caboodle of them. And then, like I said, we'll probably do a faction uh, guide kind of for each one. But we're going to talk about ones that really kind of have us excited at the moment. And yeah, uh, there's some really cool ones and some people have been asking for opinions. And we definitely picked a few that we like. But before we get into that, we are going to make sure that you guys are checking us out on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. We actually now with the help of the new technology that we have actually just uploaded our battle report from July. And because we did it on the fancy old MacBook, it was way easier to edit, which is awesome because I, we can put out more battle reports. So I know Chris is itching to come back over and get another game recorded. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just, just want to hear you guys, you know, you know, crap talk, the cr- uh, you know, shit talk each other. Just put it that way. Well, that's some <laughs> of the feedback that we got. They were like, you know, that was really, that was pretty good. And it'd be awesome if you and Chris, you know, talked it out next to each other. So you can kind of talk shit about the game as it, you know, progressed as you're watching it. And that's exactly what we're planning on doing. And I know there were some instances in that game where Chris would have had some strong words for the old Ma took it. Yeah, that's true. Especially when the Soul Stone Miner and Gracie were one-shotting the uh, your little minions. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember that game, so it's all good. <laughs> yeah, don't don't go back and watch it. Don't do it. Um, so, yeah, make sure that you guys do that. And the only reason we can do content like that is because of the awesome patrons that we have. So, thanks to our patrons who uh, donate as little as a dollar at Patreon.com/slash/RageQuitWire. So let's go ahead and get into this thing. So looking at it, I do want to start off with Chris's choice. So Chris, who's one of the new Explorer titles that you're you took a second look at and you're kind of excited to see? Well, I mean, I, I'm super excited to see the new iteration of Anya. I don't really didn't take a second look. I mean, the first time I saw her, I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. Just ruined my transition into it. Just go ahead and shit all over it. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely it's what i do it's what i'm known for just like these titles they are very different from the original so chris what does original anya do and then what does the second one look like it does compared to it well it's almost like they're yin and yang with this anya iteration so the first anya 
she put out, uh, you know, her, her crew put out scheme markers and then you would take damage if Anya was in line of sight. Whereas this new iteration of Anya puts out a lot more scheme markers, her crew does at least, um, but you don't get pinged for the damage. You just kind of, they're just there. Yeah, and I, I would say Anya, this iteration, is a super control master, which terrifies me because I know you do like some of the control masters in the game. I do absolutely like the control masters in the game. So, Dixon, what do you think about Anya when you first saw her? I mean, I just, huh. It's like, I'm a little bit envious about the hidden rifleman because I also play Lucius, and Lucius has a very similar ability, hidden sniper. But this one seems better, so <laughs> I was a well, little upset about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did Lucius's uh, draw line of sight and range from any friendly syndicate? Yeah, yeah, but it didn't ignore. Uh, if I remember, it's just it ignores nothing, uh, and it's like same stats, same everything. I'm gonna have to take a look at it again. I remember it not being as good, and I was a little bit upset about it. Yeah. Uh, well, I can always look. Nope, it ignores cover. So it do, yeah, it does, but the only trigger it, so it's the same main ability, but the mm. only thing it doesn't have is crit strike. Or sorry, the only thing Lucius has is crit strike. So all the other cool triggers. Yeah. So get in there and glancing. Glancing shot, first off, is phenomenal. I mean, instead of injured, you could put out stunned, staggered, or distracted one. I mean, that's all <laughs> yeah. it's good. So it's good. Te- yeah, technically speaking, I get to choose from mimics or elite. So I get one more keyword, and then somebody's gonna mention that. But like, I do. I love these triggers because yeah. uh, glancing shot makes it so that you can like just hold people in place. Like, oh, you're staggered, you know? Exactly. Absolutely. You're stunned, so now you have less actions, and you can't do triggers. Like, I don't know. I mean, critical strike, yeah, but I don't know. It's just meh. Well, and I'll tell you from just the things that really stuck out for me, where um, it just it looks not. This just looks not good. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 bad. Uh, basically, one mm. you can summon, so that's something that's different. Which you can use the summons for for different things. And, we'll well, it, about that. and so, it's just a friendly model. It's not even this model. Yeah, a friendly model that shares a keyword. When it drops a scheme marker, it could discard a card to summon a dredge. So turn one, you have three low cards. You've got three dredges. Dredges. Yeah, and, and that's not even the part that I'm most upset at. So the, the thing that's kind of crazy to me is, one, with overshadowing presence, enemy scheme markers within six of her are ignored for schemes and strats and other enemy effects. So basically, she just locks down an area and says, if you, you can't take you know any of those ob- objectives, any of those schemes that you would use your scheme markers for. Absolutely. So... That just shuts that down. I'm happy that it's just scheme markers because if it was any kind of marker, I'd be like, good God. Good but then God. She, she also reduces your hand size by one. So she joins that class of masters that everybody wants to punch in the face. Yeah. So unseen manipulator uh, combined with uh, Winston Finnegan. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, she also has lockdown. Uh, which I hate as well. Chris, you've kind of used lockdown against me before and it's not fun. It's not fun for you. And uh, she also has new orders and the, uh, the trigger for new orders is corporate holdings, which uh, is kind of the same thing as her, you know, scheme markers and line of sight. It's just now it's models instead of scheme markers. 
Yeah. So she is definitely using all of her abilities now to deny areas and to move her minions and move her keyword into into positioning. So she's definitely more control now. She's not going to just scoot and go do the thing by herself. She's controlling it now. Yeah. I mean, she seems like a, and I know this is going to sound bad, but like she seems like a different version of Lucius. That's I just keep comparing him to him because she has a lot of things that are similar to him. It's true. I mean, flexible morality, you got to discard a card, whereas Lucius has uh, string countenance. String countenance, yeah. yeah. Well, at New Orders is issue command, but for syndicate models, and yeah. you know, it has a different trigger. R- hidden rifleman, hidden sniper. Like, there's very similar stuff between each other, but like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that one is better than the other, at least not yet. Well, and I think the cool thing with this version of Anya, too, is she does a good job of using the new models that came in for her and the Outcast new right. title. Yep. Because the the new ones like the... Uh, well, the like, Brawler is a definite auto-take with this, with this Anya. Oh, my God. Yes. Absolutely. Well, why do you say that, Chris? Well, because uh, the Brawler's ability uh, that when he is within two inches of a friendly model and that friendly model is also within two inches of a scheme marker, then um, you have to declare an attack action if he's a viable target. Yep. Yeah. So, Which is great. So you have that, and then you also have lockdown. And, like, you put both of them together, and all of a sudden you have to spend two actions to get one attack off. So you have to have three actions in, at first. So, you, yeah, it's, it's a pain in the butt because you can't take attack actions with lockdown. And if you do have to take an attack action, you have to attack the Catlin uh, Brawler. So, like, absolutely. Yeah, it's yeah. very problematic. Yeah, I think where Anya is just going to be really strong with this version is just the fact that she, the rail, rail magnate, she's basically just, I'm, I want to make this area as hard to engage, to uh, score points, to do what you want to do. So, basically, you're amazing. You're making your opponent waste cards. You're making your opponent waste actions just to try and do something in this area. So that's why I think she'll be really good in things like, you know, break the line where you have to meet the enemy at a certain point. I think those are the types of uh, pools that she'll be stronger into where she can force the fight and deny you because she knows you're going to be there. You see, absolutely. you, You said something that that's exactly what I use Lucius for. I literally use Lucius for, uh, that strategy. And, since she has a lot of similarities to him, I was expecting the same thing. So I'm glad I'm not the only one thinking about that. Yeah, and I think I think Lucius is an interesting comparison, and I'm I do see a lot of the similarities. So it kind of makes me wonder if some of the backstory is going to ha- are going to maybe have these two characters interacting more because she's definitely rising to a seat of power, which we all know Lucius is also a powerful person mm-hmm. and corrupt person at that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, there's let's, if you look at the subtle differences, like for example, Lucius has serene countenance, like we were talking about earlier. She has flexible morale. He has arcane reservoir. She has unseen manipulator. Like if you notice, uh, there's some similarities, like, my favorite thing about her that he doesn't have is that she gets to pick her triggers every single time she does an action for one life. Like she exchanges one HP for any trigger she wants. Yeah. yeah let, me, let me ask you guys about the new model that came out when she was revealed. So this drudge. Mm-hmm. So how you can summon these things and they're only a two stone model. 
But how do you guys envision these drudges impacting the board? Because it it's not too hard to have three of them by turn three. Oh, absolutely. And then they have uh, stand together, which uh, friendly models that share a keyword with this model within three inches get unionized. So they're all getting positives that are defense and willpower duels. So you set that up with a brawler or something along those lines, you know, with Anya and you're getting positives to all your duels. Yeah. It's phenomenal. It's for a six and one HP. So yep. like any six or a six of tomes and one HP or unless you have a tome. Exactly. Yeah. It's- <laughs> How about dependable? Where, cause you know, there's those instances where you don't want your scheme markers removed. Right. And they just say no. <laughs> that that right there, that's the thing that I think this this model, if you have a scheme pool that's like heavy on the on the uh, scheme marker dropping, dude, because he's insignificant. So they your enemy gets nothing for for the model being killed, but they have to kill the model to be able to remove the scheme marker. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, because I can't tell you there's been a bunch of games where maybe I've taken out flank or I've taken breakthrough. Mm-hmm. And it's so sometimes when you see your opponent do that, it's pretty obvious and you can just save a model to go scoop that, you know, the scheme marker up. But yeah, you put one of these little two, you know, two stone models next to it, then that's another action point that they have to waste just to deny you your point. Well, if they could even do that. So if you put the brawler right on top of that scheme marker and then the drudge base contact with it, then they have to shoot the brawler. So they have to get rid of the brawler before they can even touch that scheme marker. Yeah. That's obscene. <laughs> that's that's and, not okay. And the thing and the thing is, I mean, the drudge, like I said, you're summoning that, so that's not gonna be any type of points. The brawler, yeah, they're eight stones, but I'm I, they're actually pretty tanky for being, you know, just a eight stone uh enforcer. Well, I mean, so if you think about it and you activate the dredge first, you've got unionized on the brawler. So every you know, unless it's something like Zip attacking his size or something like that, you've got positives for all your defense and willpower duels. Yeah, pretty good. So, yeah, it's it. They lock down an area, and for a lot of crews, there, it's just it's going to be a very, very difficult task to, mm-hmm. to get that area unlocked. You know who I see going to be a very powerful model with her, Twiggy. Oh, absolutely. I think yeah, that yeah. Twiggy is going to be because the thing is. Drudges are basically another vector to shoot with the hidden rifle thingy. And you can just drop scheme markers from range with Twiggy. And Twiggy starts six inches up the board, and it's anywhere within eight inches of her. Like, I can definitely see Twiggy just coming into this uh, this title. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, after a friendly model that shares a keyword, though. So... You, when you drop that scheme marker with Alster and Twiggy, it's not gonna. You're not going to be able to summon a Drudge. Oh, I see. So you won't be able to summon the Drudge, but you're still dropping scheme markers. Maybe there's value there. It won't be all the value, but maybe there's value in just dropping scheme markers with her. Yeah, I'm not. I I I see how it's valuable to drop a scheme marker at range, which is good. Mm-hmm. But it's not going to then synergize immediately with uh, Anya's you know core ability there. Gotcha. Well, the other thing that I was like looking at, this one's super slow compared to the other title. Yeah, super slow. So Finnegan, maybe question mark. Well, well, Finnegan is it shares keyword. I mean, Syndicate. So Finnegan and Sovereign are both going to speed her up. 
Mm. Yeah, but do you? So my question is, do you really need Anya that far up the board? I think so. No, I keep her right in the middle. That's what I'm saying. Like I think you need it at least up the middle of the board. So unless you're playing wedge, she needs something to taxi her forward. She's speed four. Yeah, because yeah. that's an attack action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I guess just something like Finnegan, just to. Or, I mean, no, she can just use her uh, totem just to fly her up the board. Yeah, but like Finnegan also is a good because uh, this. I don't know about you. Do you need both? You, no, no. I'm just saying this. I Chris, how often do you see uh, Sovereign all the way forward? I hate bringing Sovereign all the way forward. Really? Because I, sma- uh, I smash him. Oh, that's yeah. right. <laughs> dies, dies fast. If okay. anybody knows anything about Anya's crew, mm. kill Sovereign first. Yeah, that's true. So you don't like... Okay, so you think that you might not need Finnegan just because Sovereign is going to be her bodyguard. I'm thinking take both of them. Okay. That's yeah, what I was thinking. But yeah. yeah, he has taken both of them. Uh, and I and that's really just because, honestly, Anya wanted to get up the board and so did you know a lot of the other pieces. But since she kind of wants to hang back a little bit, I don't think it's terrible. I mean, yes, of course, Finnegan's going to be good for that. And then the filtering of the cards. So it's never bad. But honestly, Anya, just with the fly with me from Sovereign, this version, I don't think she needs to get that far up the board. So Sovereign could just be her personal taxi for, you know, the game. Yeah. And then just drop shockwaves down. I mean, you still want Finnegan, though, because like, he's so Because like, he's good. just good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. You guys, you see through my charade here. I'm trying to convince Chris to not bring Finnegan, and you guys saw Finnegan. right through. It. You saw right through it. I'm still trying to figure out, like, because I still think that dropping ski markers on the board it's going to be useful for something. But I guess maybe Twiggy's still better with the other Anya, because the other Anya just cares about you know ski markers. Line being of sight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of waiting to see how it feels with the you know with the amount of ski markers that's going to be dropped. Yeah, I was going to say that it's it's interesting because these new titles that are coming out for the Masters, they really are pretty keyword heavy. Mm-hmm. You'll notice a lot of the abilities say same keyword. Yep. So that's something that everybody's going to have to keep in mind as we uh, keep exploring <laughs> these <laughs> titles. <laughs> oh, man. Um, these dad yeah, jokes so- are going to kill me. They will. <laughs> All right. So, Chris, pretty excited about it. I'm definitely not. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Nice. All right. We're going to slide on over to uh, Dixon's pick here. So, Hell Dixon, yeah. what is the new title that you are super excited about? Uh, if I remember correctly, it's uh, Perdita the Huntress. Neverborn Hunter. Neverborn Hunter. Yo. There was so much commotion about like a whole bunch of interactions with her. So the number one thing that I love about her is the upgrades. So I'm just going to go straight to the upgrades. And something that we found is that her upgrades carry over from different versions. And you can summon a lot to go Pistolero. Pistolero is going to be better because the upgrades give give him um, uh, suits and plus one to hit. So then he can start shooting and you can take off like a one smaller target or something here and there. Mm-hmm. If he kills somebody, he gets to turn into a monster hunter, right? Because he he is replacing his stuff, normally you would lose upgrades, but this upgrade just stays on because it's a summon upgrade. Now, here comes the other part. Death Marshal Recruiter, when a model dies, he turns he can turn a minion, the living minion, into a dead marshal, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a replace. 
So therefore, the Latigo Pistoleros, if they live and kill something, turn into a Monster Hunter. If they die, you discard a card and turn them into a Death Marshal. Like, <laughs> it's a win-win. <laughs> and they're annoying enough that you might have to kill them. <laughs> so as as you continue to kill stuff, you're almost leveling up with these upgrades? Is that what's going on? Yes. Well, specifically for these guys, like the Latigo Pistoleros, they're stat 5. I've never, I, and just honest, I've played against the hmm. original Perdita yes. maybe a half dozen times. Okay. I have never seen a Pistolero. I've used them. I know that Dave Gildia used them against me. I know that some people use them specifically in pairs and only to the schemes. And for that, they're actually very good because yeah. they, they die to a stiff breeze. But if uh, they're so fast when they're in pairs that they just achieve their objective and then they just die. It's like, all right, yeah. I got my points. Kill me now. It's only eight points. I don't give a crap. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you can summon them now and they get an upgrade that makes them better, that's super good. Yes. And that's the big thing. Like, and, and it's a combination of a lot of things. It's like the Death Marshal recruiters are actually really good. They're just like normally not good enough to, like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it other than to, like, have them in the t on the crew because some of their uh, synergies are with minions and death marshals usually don't bring any minions other than the domador and, and it's like one domador domador tell the pale rider to go shoot done right but now with the latigo pistoleros you bring one death marshal recruiter and he's defense six hard to wound and eight life like hell if you necessary you can put a lead line coat on him if you really want to but he's sturdy and he stays in the back okay so which one of these so they come in, they gain slow and shielded one. Yes. And then which one of these upgrades do you see being used the most? Like which one has kind of the best use, do you think? Um, if I remember correctly, it was the Nephilim Hunter. And the main reason for that is because when he comes out, he automatically allows people to shoot. So that you can summon him, right? And have Perdita mm -hmm. still take a shot. Yeah. And he still gets everything else, like the same, like quick lesson. So he gets to have a plus one on every action that he does while within two inches of another friendly family model. And he also uh, gets out a suit. So he's yeah. always going to be dangerous while within two inches of another family member. And he also allows Perdita to take a shot. So that's like the basic one, depending on what happens. Like if I'm playing against Ivan, I'm going to go with Hack Hunter because... I need to hit him, and Hag Hunter allows me to hit things uh, through concealment. So f that guy. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all family members within two inches of this one summon ignore concealment. Tell me that's well, not good. Well, and it is cool because I mean Perdita. If if the stars weren't aligned and there was a lot of concealment and people just were, you know, able to play around it. Right. It, it, it just was totally neutered her whole, you know, keyword. Mm -hmm. But now with these upgrades, it allows with some playability to kind of work through some of these challenges. Yep. Dude, there's so many little things. Like, for example, stat six, critical strike all the time, uh, peace bringers. Like, that's insane. For yeah. a four stone model? <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, I also like how she's kind of a support master now. Like, she can still put out damage, mm -hmm. but if you look at it with the head of the Ortegas, mm -hmm. you you can basically draw cards if instead of, you know, your Aporel, instead yes. of, you know, doing an action like shooting, if you concentrate, you get to draw a card as well, which helps refill your hand. Right, and 
that was another thing that I wanted to talk about. Like, because of these models, um, you have an option to start going more for the family values trigger on other models. Because you don't have to always be like, okay, I need to maximize damage on every model because I don't have leeway here or there, you know? Yeah. But now, because you can ignore concealment, you can get a free shot, you know, stuff like that, it, it makes it so that your action economy is even better. So not yeah. only do you draw cards because of the the head of the family thing, but you also get uh, action economy, and that's amazing. Yeah, can we also talk about how good her peace bringer now is because <laughs> she, she can put shielding on herself which is fine right but silver bullet i think that is super good the fact that you can just be like you can't heal the rest of the turn oh my god can you imagine that on jetsa oh that's so beautiful <laughs> it's like no <laughs> i mean because essentially i mean you could do it on like three important models and just like no healing no healing no yeah. healing and then the rest of the shots from your crew and your family are just taking them down Let's go with something basic, because this is supposed to be the Neverborn Hunter, right? Yeah. You shoot a mature Nephilim with yeah, silver bullets. Yeah, that regen, right? Not only regen, no black blood splashing from uh, from uh, Hayretten, no uh, eating, because uh, if I remember, there's like a couple of triggers that are also like take a bite out of somebody. No yeah. eating yeah. with the brothers and sisters if you like to draw the cards. Like, there's a whole bunch of little interactions here and there. Hell, you can hit somebody like, say, the Shaman, right? And the Shaman yeah. still gets to eat a corpse because he's a piece of crap. And he, when he transforms, he's still going to be like two or three health because he can't heal. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's there's a lot of good things about this. Yeah, and it's two, four, five damage, which isn't super great, but it's solid enough where you can just... It, it, the triggers are better than the damage. So the damage is almost like, hey, that's great. I put two on you and you can't heal the rest of the turn. Yep. I mean, uh, you can do things, stupid things like, say, trick shot. Like, you can do trick shot to give somebody in your crew uh, concentrate, which also draws you a card. Yeah. So you can draw a <laughs> card, but like, why not concentrate if they're within six and also draw a card? Yeah. Cause like, oh, uh, Francisco's in trouble. He's in melee with somebody that he doesn't have to be. All right. I'm going to trick shot you. Francisco now moves three inches. Now he also concentrates and I'm going to draw a card because of it. Well, and it can put out stunned if it's an enemy. Right. Right. If you do it to an enemy, of course you can, you can do that. But like, I'm just saying in the, in the most basic thing, the action itself doesn't even asking for anything extra you can just like target francisco you need a six of anything and he does all these stuff like he gets a free disengage uh a focus for his uh troubles and on top of that you draw a card for it that's dumb that's insanely good well i also like mark the target where you can basically have somebody else take a shot out of activation for positive yes dude that that actually because like if you really want to do it like you can go okay i'm gonna Stone for the trigger. I'm going to drop this like 12 or 11. You probably are not going to cheat it because it's only moving you three inches, right? Yep. And then all this back crap happens to you. <laughs> yeah, it's true. insane. True, true, true. Yeah, yeah she's, she's super good. Uh, what are some, when you bring her, mm -hmm. next time you're looking at playing a game with this version of Perdita, yes. what, are, what are, I mean, are there standard models that you're thinking about bringing with her that are just going to be insane? Actually, my list doesn't change much. That's the thing that's awesome. Like, I just bring the list that I like to normally bring with her, and, and then I just start summoning crap. The only the only difference is instead of Santiago, I bring a, a Death Marshal Recruiter, and that's it. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, because I think she just enables everything that the keyword was already doing, yep. which is just awesome. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about this Sly Six Shots model? I don't know how I feel about him yet. The thing is, yeah. he is only six points, and I, I might actually have to swap him for, for Abuela, but like Abuela just got more points because of all... <laughs> I, I don't know. I Because the thing is this, he has flinch, which is amazing. Like we know, you know from playing Kin, mm -hmm. how much flinch can, like can make money. I hate flinch. Right? <laughs> well, it just it throws off the math for killing models. It definitely does. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, so he's only stat, you know, four. So that means I'm gonna like kick him in the nuts. It's like, no, no, no. First off, he has squeal, so his defense four minus it's built in. in. Exactly. He has escape plan, which is. Like, I actually got the chance to play it with Ronin's because Ronin's, you put the upgrade, the new upgrade, uh, Want the Criminal, has an escape plan, and it actually makes them, like, insanely mobile. Yeah. So with Sly, I can I can see it as a bonus. I don't think it's going to be amazing on him, but it definitely helps. Yeah. Yeah, he's interesting. I think I almost, and honestly, this is just me, I think I almost like him better in Kin. Mm-hmm. And for me, the reason why I think I like him more in Kin is because he actually helps with things that Kin isn't great at, which is scheming. Okay. Uh, with false claim, um, he has free loot, which is also just super good. Mm -hmm. He helps enable some of the stuff that Kin's already doing. Hmm. So I, I actually, I'm going to give him a try. I don't know exactly how I'm going to use him on the flanks, but he's going to be he's going to be doing something on the flank. Do you know the funny thing is? I think he's going to be good for when I I play Nelly. I'm gonna give him a try with Nelly, because he has false claim and a gun. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I I think he might be good with her. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with this version of Perdita, the Neverborn Hunter? I mean, I I'm just super excited about all these little things. Like I want I like the the recruiter and the fact that I get to use him again, mm -hmm. and and actually feel like he's doing work. I don't know. I, I I'm excited for that. As weird as it sounds, I'm excited to use the recruiter with the normal crew that I normally play with Perdita and just see Latigo Pistoleros actually do work. Yeah, definitely. And it's kind of funny. And so we just had an an iteration yesterday where the boring conversation folks, they they released the brewmaster. So I was a little torn on which of the cards I was most excited to play because the new brewmaster looks insanely fun. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about that, but in lieu of the fact that they've already spoiled it and it's pretty fresh, I'm like, okay, they, they had their day. I'm going to talk about how I'm super pumped for this new version of Ophelia. Uh, so we're, we're kind of on the same thing. You're talking about family. I'm talking about Ken. Are you allowed oh, yeah. to pick the same master that was released at the same iteration? <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's either that or I talk about Mecha Mima again. I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I don't really want to hear about Mecha Mima. So I pick. I pick somebody. I didn't really think about it. Uh, like, like we were gonna like do different people and stuff. I can always talk about Pandora. <laughs> well, keep in mind that the next time we do this, once we have the rest of the cards, my next picks. Pro I don't care what Wong does, but he's got to be awesome. <laughs> he's got to. He's got to do things. But. I mean, he has like a death laser or something. That's the only thing. Before he had bombs, and now he has a shoot the whoop. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about Nexus. I'm really excited about that three model Nexus. I can't wait. 
So this new version of Ophelia, I'm super pumped about because I do love original Ophelia. Uh, she's just, she puts out damage. She's just going to kill stuff. She's, you know, yeah, she's just going to kill stuff. That's what she does. She has a lot of, you know, abilities. But this new version, it, this is kind of what I was clamoring for when the buildup for this was happening. I was, I was saying, how cool would it be if she could hand out the upgrades to other models that are not the stupid young, which are her crappy totems? And there's two things that she did with that. One, she can hand them out if you're within two of either her or one of the young LaCroix, which you have three of them. Basically, you can use your bonus action to attach one of the upgrades. So that makes her upgrades, they were already very useful, but now they're super useful. They're going to do a lot of really, there's so many more creative things that I'm thinking about doing now that I can hand these off to other models. Because the thing about old Ophelia and the, it, she just, you wanted to use her gun to do damage. You wanted to use her gun to kill stuff. She had built in, or didn't built in, but she had crit strike. Uh, she did have walking arsenal. She had a, a bonus where she could take another shot at you. She she just could put out a ton of damage. Where this one is really more beneficial to GG2. The fact that GG2 isn't just doesn't have Achilles just straight up strategy. That's what hurts Ophelia one. This one you can actually still do your shooting like you like to do, but she also has a lot of ability to really play the scheme pool and and just do other things besides just straight up murdering you yeah the big thing like i said is handing out the upgrades because now stuff like trash cannon all the way down to cleanup duty you can do things like remove markers put out injured uh you can uh light people on fire there's just so many more abilities that you can just use now without feel like you're wasting her activations um and the big thing also is that after another friendly kin takes an action off the card, uh, it's got to discard it. So you're only getting one shot on it. But after a friendly kin discards it, you can basically discard to gain a focus. So I, you're not going to do that all the time. But if you have a trash card and it's there, I mean, why not? That's just kind of, you know, chef's kiss on top of it. Uh, the other things that I'm really excited if, as far as I know this doesn't sound like a big deal. But the fact that she can, I, I think the thing I'm one, pretty much really excited for is actually her rating operation. It's her new bonus action. And the reason why I'm, it, it's just up to three friendly kin within line of sight. So it doesn't have to be, you know, within a certain range. Okay. You can discard an upgrade and you get one of the falling effects. So you basically get to to choose which one you want to do. So you can either summon a young back, which I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but the young actually do have some playability. They can move your crew around and they also now attach these upgrades to other models. You can drop a scheme marker into base contact with a friendly kin. So that's just huge because now you're actually doing scheming things. So to me, one thing that sounds good now to me is outflank. Uh, even with some of these ideas I have, even uh, spread them out or even uh, break through. That would be another one that now you can probably do with Kin, which you couldn't do that with Ophelia 1. And then you have load up so you can draw a card. So just, hey, I need to draw some cards. And then finally, you can also heal a model too. So some built-in healing off of Ophelia is always nice. Um, I, I don't know, Chris, you, you've played a lot against my Ophelia. Dixon, you've had a crack shot at it. I mean, what do you, 
do you guys like that she's not doing as much damage? Or are you like, oh, crap, there's so many more problems she's doing now? There's so many more problems that she's going to be doing now. <laughs> At least with Ophelia, I knew where the majority of the damage was coming from, and I can kind of try and prepare for that. I I really love the fact now that she can, because he told me about it like immediately off the, off the bat, that she can attach now arsenal upgrades to all the awesome models. Like Rami can now have like an arsenal upgrade. Yeah, and that seems gross to me. <laughs> like that. Yeah, because well, the thing you got to remember too is that they still have the ability to get plus one to the stat. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of these that say stat six, they're going to be like stat seven. Right. Right. I mean, the fact that she has now willpower seven effectively against anything anything bigger than her can also mean, you know, certain good matchups for her. Yeah. Like against, I don't know. Uh, English Island. <laughs> no, that's a bad one. That's a really bad one. Because <laughs> English Island hits her once and there's a Brock Inspector in the middle of the crew now. Yeah, she's willpower six. <laughs> yeah. So seven effectively against uh, English Ivan, but I don't know, dude. Like, I was I was just looking at her card, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that that tra- target friendlies that can either do damage to somebody else or draw you cards. Like, Trickshot can either ricochet into enemy models after you push a friendly model out of the way, and all you need is a seven of the suit. So in this case, you need a seven of mass for ricochet or a seven of tomes to draw two cards and discard a card. Yeah, I was going to say the big things off of her two attack actions, uh, the fact that she can move her friendly models around really help out. And that's actually why I like Sly six shots, too, because if you take a shot near them, mm. you can actually, you know, move other models. Right. And every every little bit definitely helps. But like you said, drawing cards with good for a laugh, ricochet is definitely good. I like that she can just shoot you and also attach an arsenal upgrade to her. Right. So you don't have to just use... Because you're going to want to use your rating operation as your bonus action. You aren't going to want to do the other one where, you know, you put an upgrade on her during that time. So that's definitely something you want to try to use either from attacking or a young throwing it on her. And she can put staggered out. That's, like, huge. Well, I was going to ask you, like, who would be the the nastier person to get upgrades now, like, what if Francois gets all of the upgrades on him? What what can be like the grossest well, thing? Here, here's the thing. I know when everybody is talking about these upgrades going on to scary models like Francois. Or Rami. Uh, yeah, or, or Ra- well, Rami, I actually, I don't know about Rami because the thing about Francois and Rami is they usually are trying to shoot their main gun. Mm. So I don't know how often you're trying to give them the upgrade and honestly, Francois wants to use his uh, wants to use his sword more than anything else. Okay. Well, what about plinking? Plinking is good, so th- that is going to make it better. Mm. But also, something that I wanted to have people think about that hasn't been brought before because it wasn't good is I actually think the Lacroix Raiders actually have some pl- playability now. Because they're ones that I'm not a fan of their normal gun. Oh. But if you have a young go next to them and then put one of these upgrades on them and basically follow them around, I think you have some legitimate scheme running and some legitimate, you know, counter tech that you can use into some of these crew. Hmm. I mean, I actually, you I can, actually like them a lot. I was going to say, you can have one of the Raiders actually follow Ophelia because 
that too. Yeah, they can they can pull off upgrades from Ophelia as well, or not from her, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. within two of her, they can just like oh, put an upgrade on myself. Yeah, and and honestly, their bonuses are super good too because they have risky maneuver, so that's a push and a gain of focus. Uh, if the opposing crew has more cards in its control hands, you can do the other one mm -hmm. where you get to draw a card, so that's more card draw. Uh, the main reason I never brought a Lacroix Raider is because one. Ophelia 1 didn't want to go across the midline. Okay. And these raiders kind of want to go do stuff across the midline. But also their guns were just crap. I'm not a fan of the 8-inch crap gun. Right. I would much rather throw a super, like, you know, downtown dunk shot with, like, the trash cannon, cannon 18 inches away. Yeah. That's kind of more the thing I'd want to do. Because you can do stuff like research mission now because you drop scrap markers with this. Right. And then you have Sly Six Shots who can put out scheme markers. So, I mean, in a lot of these, you have a super easy, like, research mission point. You have a super easy uh, deathbeds point. So there's a lot of cool things you can do with this crew now. I'm pretty pumped about it. Didn't think about any of that. Like, I saw the Raiders when we were talking about them, and they seem to be, like, draw engines. Like, you get to draw cards, but they also die to a stiff breeze. I mean, they still do have they still do have flinch. I mean, so they are getting shielding. Yeah. True. So I mean, and and they're not stat four on defense and willpower because once again they're going to get plus one. So they're stat five across, and they're only five stones. So I mean, they're not meant to be as durable, but they do get positives when they're attacking stuff. Hmm. The, the Lacroix Raider is the one that I'm interested to try. I, I think having one next to Ophelia would be interesting. I think having one go up the board with Sly six shots, that would be pretty interesting to do like a flank maneuver with them. Mm -hmm. uh, they're definitely wanting to be on the outskirts and away from stuff. They don't want to be close to things because they will die. Well, okay. I mean, I hear you say that, but like the main reason why I wanted to see Rami is he increases the range of all the guns that, that are in the upgrades by 10 if you use focus because sniper, he has sniper. So yeah. I was thinking something along the lines of like, uh, there's like a eight inch bomb that does like a lot of damage and fire and stuff like that. Let me double check. But I remember seeing that and went, oh my God, Rami would yeah, just that 18 inches. Hooch, Hooch igniter being 16 inches away because it's a two blast, three blast, four double blast. Right. Uh, yeah, that is super good. I, I, and... found, I found it. It was the tar bomb is what I was looking at. I was like, Jesus Christ, this is 18 inches. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ones like that. Also, one that I like is you can do cleanup duty. So that's going to be, what, 22 inches away? True. But it's a one blast, two blast, one, one blast, one double blast, two triple blast, and it puts out injured. So you, if you have the right crew, you can pretty much injure their entire crew. Also true. <laughs> that is i forgot about that see again it's just like the first thing i noticed is like wait with this with sniper at like 18 inches ignoring concealment and friendly fire holy crap can you do something with this and and that's yeah, what my brain wants yeah that's what my brain yeah. went immediately well <laughs> and that's why that's why ophelia is going to be pretty cool and like chris said causes a bunch of problems because you have three totems so you can put a totem near rami you can put a totem with Let's just say Sly and the uh, and the uh, Raider, right. and then you can have one next to Ophelia or one next. So you can position them at different spots. You don't. You have three totems to do this with. I mean, Ophelia wouldn't need one, right? Because oh yeah, you're you're right. Because she does her own thing. Yeah, she benefits from it. 
So yeah, you have four. So that's even better because now you have four that you can spread out through your crew to attach these upgrades. And they can just go in pairs. Holy crap. Chris, I see you shaking your head in, in disgust. <laughs> Chris, it, it's going to be fine. We swear it's going to be fine. My real question is, why is Ophelia holding a piglet? I don't know the answer to that. <laughs> why wouldn't she be holding a piglet? She's save, on, it looks like she's saving the piglet from, from the demise ability. She's like, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> All I could think about was Moana and the stupid chicken. I'm not going to lie. The hey, hey. I know. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> That's um. awesome. Uh, yeah, and I actually built a list that's pretty cool that I'm kind of excited to try. Uh, and I don't this this also makes it a little more fun in my opinion. So I could bring this version of Ophelia, so overloaded. You have the three built-in to totems, so the young. Hmm. Um, I brought two Lacroix Raiders just because I'm going to try them out the first time. I want to see how it goes. I think. A Probably when I get this list honed in, it might be just one, just to go do things by itself. Uh, Maris, always good. Could you imagine Maris with some of these upgrades? Oh my god. Yeah, super good. Uh, then Raphael, Francois, Rami. In my opinion, as an Ophelia player, I always bring Rami, I always bring Raphael, and I always bring Francois. That's not even a question for me. Bro, she can be the tar bomb. Because yeah. you can light flaming bottle until somebody fails a a uh, movement duel, and then she can just chuck the tar bomb at people too. Yeah, and she's not easy to catch. Oh my god, that's gross. Yeah, I like Maris. Maris is my she's my Daisy Duke short 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 shorts. <laughs> <laughs> she's nasty. She is very nasty. She Bro. dies, but but she always gets her points usually. Uh, and the last thing I actually added that I was thinking, how can I get more, how can I position this crew to get to the parts of the board that I want hmm. is I actually slapped a pig -a pole in there because everything's size one. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so you could just slingshot these size one, you know, Bayou gremlins, just wherever the hell you want on the board, 18 inches, just chuck them up there. Yo. I mean, you're going to gain, you're going to gain slow, but the difference is you're up the board and you're able to do things right so I, I thought it was kind of an interesting idea that i'm going to try out just to see how it works i was going to ask you like can you send in like well you don't like pierre Rabash. you don't like my combo i, I try i tried it once it wasn't bad but it, <laughs> there wasn't an opportunity to use it it's to its not, full effect it's not enough <laughs> there it, there really wasn't an opportunity to really use it to its full effect the other thing that i like with ophelia is her target practice is pretty good the fact that she can remove ski markers is critical and it's 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 just good because you can just remove them from range so that, you know, oh crap, he's going to try to score a breakthrough or, oh crap, he's going to try to score out flank here and you just pop it off real quick. I just, I love this iteration of her. She's got a lot going on. It's, it's more, it's more interesting. It poses a lot of questions, but it also, I think there's a lot of answers in this crew. I think this Ophelia overloaded, mm -hmm. she does a good job of answering questions, ignoring concealment, ignoring cover, uh, putting out conditions, uh, putting out stun, staggered, fire. She, I think she can put out almost every condition in the damn game. Huh. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that's well, clever. Think, think, think about it. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry. Like, I was like, it's, yeah. You're right. You're right. My bad. 
people don't have to i mean oh, man i'm just telling you it, it it's good uh i you know a model that i actually want to use more but sometimes it's just hard for me to find a spot is sammy lacroix okay why i actually am very curious about that well because sammy does interesting things mm -hmm. and all the normal stuff mm. But Sammy's just better in Wong, so I'm actually really excited to see the new iteration of Wong and what he does. Hmm. Um, but in Ophelia, I don't see anything that I would bring in the new Ophelia with Sammy. Hmm. I I think Sammy's straight up a Wong. I don't I don't see it in Kin as much. Yeah, in my opinion. It, I don't think there's anything in in Bayou that easily creates enemy scheme markers, right? Yeah. Because that would yeah, be there's no if there was like a draw out secrets or something that would right. make Sammy super good. Yeah, uh, like her bread and butter would be like, all right, I make a stuffed piglet, and then I keep blowing him up, and I just do it again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like this is horseshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the one I'm excited to see kind of where it's going to go. Um, everything else though, besides Pear, Pear act Pear does have his spot. I mean, because he has blow to hell, yes. and he does put out fire, so. Pair is a definitely good tech pick um, for this crew, but yeah, I'm I'm just super excited. There's a lot of really cool things that you're going to do with this crew, and like Chris said, the OG Ophelia, you kind of knew what was coming. It was just a crap ton of shots that were going to hit you hard, and yep. you just had to kind of weather it. This one, I could try to kill you, but I also could just scheme and go do other things. Oh man, super excited! Can't wait. Not looking forward to it. <laughs> I want to see that video. I want to see the special kin versus Anya. And well, and, and Chris and I haven't talked it out yet, but I was thinking right. the next battle report that we record, which probably will be next week, I was actually thinking like, hey, how cool would it be if we each of us played one of these new titles? So that's something that maybe we'll do. I haven't talked to Chris about it though yet. He doesn't look, he looks confused. Well, no, my only problem with doing that is I would want to bring the enforcer that is being made w along with this keyword. And then, you know, it's just your, your proxying models. You know, I hate proxying models. Yeah, that's true. I mean, she's the same size, so you can just like, I, use the same yeah, he's model. talking, he's talking more about like slide six shots. Yeah. I'm talking about the other, the other model, but I don't, it, yeah, it's I don't care hard, about Aster, but it's not hard to proxy that in Bayou. Because Sly is a human, so it's like, oh, the human model is Sly, and it's a and it's a fifty mil. So I mean, is Sly fifty? Yeah, no, gotta have not. somewhere, gotta have somewhere to put that. Uh, Good what? God, he is. He's a fifty yeah, mil he's model. A fifty mil. Y'all didn't know that. Wait, no. Sly six shot is still fifty. Yeah, you gotta have somewhere to put that giant gun case he's carrying around. Why is he a fifty? Besides having the giant gun case, that's it. That's the reason why. Because <laughs> he has the giant gun case. What size is he? He's, he's only size two. Come yeah, on. What is, what is going on here? He has a he's giant drawer. He's got a wheelbarrow that has his gun case. I was admiring this art. Yeah, I like the art. While we were talking about it. Bro, I did I, not realize this man carries an entire boudoir of guns. <laughs> that's, his, that's his thing. <laughs> well, I, I kind of... Well, honestly, that's not terrible. You can use it to block a line of sight to a lot of your gremlins. Yeah. Because it's a big base and he's size two compared to size one. Do you have a grave digger, Chris? Because that would be sly. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I have grave digger. There you go. You can just put that on a 50 That he never base. uses because he abandoned all of his undead. 
I did. Hey man, you gotta get to the next thing that's OP, okay? You just gotta get to the next thing that's yeah, OP. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna wait, and then whichever <laughs> title's the next OP title, he's gonna Next Wars is there. not OP. <laughs> well, D- Dixon, you say that, but I noticed in the finals for the Vassal League right. tournament, I didn't see any explorers. Nope. There was now was that was that a gentleman's agreement or is that just people brought what they liked? I don't know. I I I know Brian brought what you know what was the best for him, like what he thought was going to be the best, which is von Stuck. But uh, I don't know. Everybody else, Black brought Arcanist. I think it's because he really does think that Khalid is broken, and I kind of agree. <laughs> the Haka is disgusting. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't I don't know. I Presto really change, bitch. Presto <laughs> change, mother. And then you can't defend yourself. Yeah, that seems good. I'm just seems good. Seems okay. It's like, oh, well, I just, I just like that I played that one time against Chris, and he's like, that can't be how that works. <laughs> yes, it is. Welcome to why people hate her. So stupid. <laughs> well, we talked on the last one when we did our Explorers Faction Guide, uh, how Jed says good, but the one thing she does hate is when models move or reposition her crew, and Colette definitely does all of that. Colette is the I touch your stuff model, yes. She's absolutely the model that's like, uh, grab this model and put it over here. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> so, last thing that I want to talk about, guys, is I I know we're all excited about these titles, but what is the master that hopefully is coming up sometime soon mm. that you guys are most excited to see? Nexus. Not even thinking about it, Chris. Just like Nexus, give Nexus. it to me. Give it to I, me now. Yeah, Pandora for more. I love those pictures. Well, Pandora's, out. Oh, Pandora's out. You got to say one of the ones that's coming out. Oh, wait, what? I thought Nexus was already out as a model. I thought you were talking about the second title. No, I want to see the cards. I want to see the cards. Oh, that's what you're saying. A model, Okay, a title that hasn't been out yet? Yeah. That's a good one. Uh, Leviticus, because he was my master, my very first master. So I'm actually very curious to see what they're going to do with the second form. I mean, I, I, I saw an avatar. I don't use the stupid donkey. I use the the Leviticus uh, avatar from back in V1. That's how much I love Leviticus. Okay. Yeah. So I know I, that, I I mean, a lot of Bayou players are really clamoring to see what Somer is going to do because <laughs> they, they see what a lot of the summoning titles have been for these new masters and how they're going non-summoning heavy. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting because Somer just has so many cheap summons that he does. I don't know how they're going to get those cheap summons to work in a list where he doesn't summon as much. Hmm. But the one that I'm most excited about is Wong. I got, man, Wong has to do something crazy. I, I don't know if it's going to be the magical energy just blowing up everything because Wong needs to just blow stuff up with that magical energy. So hopefully... Wong's going to be like a tanky caster. I, tanky master. I want him to be the I'm a fire in my laser beam, uh, meme. You know, like that, Kamehameha. Yeah, I'm a fire <laughs> laser. Whoa, that I want that. I want something that's going to make his crew. We know that Wong's crew is squishy as hell because they do damage to themselves, so they're softening themselves up going into you. Uh, so I I want something that he's going to do where yes, you're doing that, but the payoff is there's going to be a big payoff for that, and there already is with fast. 
Hmm. But it's got to be bigger than that. It's got to be some kind of big show-stopping type thing. So we'll see what happens with that. I mean, fast for taking damage on your crew should be fine because we have burnout. But some, somehow, you know, the one crew has proven that's just not enough. Well, I think it's because of that and then the shockwave markers in top, on top of that is that it's not reliable because your opponent can choose to pass it where right. they want to. Correct. So... I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of interested to see where they take the second title. I still do like the original Wong. Uh, there was actually a pool that Chris and I played where I actually took Wong and then pretty much just brought an elite crew with him. Like, I think Wong was actually the only uh, whiz-bang besides Bert that I brought. Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah, it, it was it was fun because Wong did his thing, but then I brought elite models to play the rest of the board. So it was kind of fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah, no. Chris, Chris was uh, confused with my magical energy. <laughs> I don't know why. People don't know what to do with Wong. <laughs> playing with him or playing against him, they're just like, what is going on? What, what is he doing? Yeah, he's launching stuff into space. If there's any schemey pools, he's, he's at it. Yeah, we'll see. Um, that's the one I'm definitely most excited for. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm really excited. I'm excited for these titles. Uh, Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, the 18th is when Gen Con is. So I think the books, the what is the what's the book with all these titles coming out called? It's the Burning of Malifo or something like that. Huh. I don't know. Probably. Well, anyways, I think that they're you're the people that are going to Gen Con are going to be able to possibly buy that book at Gen Con. Mm. So that means that we're going to see the rest of the titles pretty much whenever Gen Con hits. Because I thought the Malifaux Burns, which is the reference you were talking about, was yeah. just about the box set between Sonia and um, uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Karis? No, that's no, not Karis. Kiara? Fuck. The Resurrectionist Ghost Lady. Karai? Karai. Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> Reva, Reva. not Reva. the ghost lady. <laughs> oh, Karai, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Never said anything about fire. <laughs> you said the burning. No, I said Sonia Crid. Oh, gotcha. I said the ghost lady. The oh, ghost yeah. lady. So, so when I read the Malifaux Burns, I thought they were just talking about that box set between those two because there's like a court of, oh, I think it's called the court of hatred or something like that. Yeah. And and yeah, but now that you say that, I, I think you might be right. It might be Malifaux Burns. It's Malifaux Burns expansion book. Yeah. It, yeah, that has all the titles in it. So like I said, I think it's I think people that go to Gen Con are gonna have it available to purchase. Mm. And if that's the case, then we're gonna be able to see all of the uh, all the titles once that happens, which I it makes sense because I think all the spoiler episodes either are about to be released, or I don't know if Boring Conversation was the last one. They might have been. Hmm. All I've got to say is what I'm really, really looking forward to are the puzzles. <laughs> yeah. I not wait for the puzzles to come out. And I've, you, I've you, seen... You, I know you sound like you're joking, but I think you do I'm a not, good puzzle. I, I love puzzles. I've got all my puzzles hung up in my house. I frame them and everything. I don't mind spending $18 for a good finely made puzzle 
You're like the most boring person on the planet. Dude, I kickstarted um, <laughs> a puzzle. Uh, I can't even remember what it was called. Um, a puzzle company to get three exclusive puzzles. Yeah. You, you know what that makes me think about, Super Chris? Super boring. That makes me think of how I met your mother when they're talking about creating a bar. And they're like, we're going to call it puzzles. Why? Because that's the puzzle. <laughs> Jeez. End me. Just end it right now. <laughs> That's the angle. That's uh, the angle. Shoot. Uh, I don't know, but if they don't give me this Bayou starter box soon, I'm going to riot. It says September, so it's like, come on. Come on. Come on. It's it's not. It's only the beginning of September. So it's been seven days into the month. Just give it to one more week. It, it was Magic Puzzles. Their Kickstarter. Yep. And they oh are now God. available. Stop talking about the puzzles. In Target. Target is now carrying them. And they're phenomenal puzzles. I mean, you want puzzles. I want memes. What do you want, Pete? Uh, I want some more guild models, actually. Jeez. <laughs> I want models. So right now, I, like, I'm still waiting two more months before my stuff gets here. Why you got to wait so long for your stuff to ship over? Because I, I have really, really lazy friends. <laughs> uh, I mean, they are nerds, so that makes sense. Yeah. No, no. It's uh, We had to ship it by boat. And unfortunately, there's a, a bunch of problems. Oh, you don't got to tell me, man. I know all about that. Yeah, because uh, COVID does not make, you know, boat stuff come faster. Well, because they have to, you know, supposedly quarantine or yes. set aside for X amount of time. So, yeah, yeah, definitely feel that. Yep. All right, guys. Any last second uh, thing of note, thing of beauty, thing you want to share with the Malifaux community? Pandora is tempting me into going back to Neverborn. <laughs> I predict that Dixon's going to get super tired of Guild and just go back to Neverborn. I'm already getting my butt kicked. Like, I haven't won a single game yet. <laughs> I've played, played seven so, games, seven Dixon, losses. here's how I picture you playing Guild. You're just sitting there. You're playing. You're doing this thing. You're just I, – I can imagine you in your own head like, I fucking hate this. I just want yes. to go back to Neverborn. <laughs> Every single second so far. Like, it's been hard, dude. It's been like, I played a game, like, it was like my second or third game with, with Guild. I played Sonya, and it was a tournament game. And I was like, oh, I played Sonya a whole bunch of times. I know how to play her. Dude, I got destroyed by English Ivan, and he didn't even have to summon a broken Spectre. I was just pissed. I was like, well, wow. The reality, reality is you didn't know how to play her. Dude, yeah. the, the game was 6-2. I was like, mm. God, kill me now. Like, what, uh, <laughs> That's a paddling. What, what, uh, what was the Stratton Pools? Oh, it's been a while, but it, um, I think it was the uh, the one in the middle, the one where you like move the, the strategy break, markers break from line. middle forward. Yeah, so break, break the, line, the line. And then it was like assassinate, hidden martyrs, uh, I think research, yeah, research mission, and something else, and I can't remember what the other thing is. Uh, I, all I know is that the game ended six two in his favor, and my stuff just kept dying. And because he's him, he just yeah, I put him back below half health, and then he healed right back up. It was a pain in the butt. Hmm. I was pissed. So Gibson does Gibson does stuff, dude. But it was like I wanted to play like literally as soon as I saw like the matchup, I was like, I wish I had Titania. <laughs> like literally the first thing I thought of. Well, it's kind of funny, right? Because I've I've been trying to give Chris some different looks because Bayou plays really weird. Mm. Um, and anybody that plays against or with Bayou kind of knows that they're not 
they don't play a traditional game of Malifaux just because there's a lot of goofiness with kind of the mechanics, right? Mm. And I, so I've, I've been trying to help Chris out play like a more direct kind of, I'm going to engage you here kind of crew. Right. So I gave him a look with uh, Hoffman. I also played Colette just because I knew she was more of a schemer and is going to mess with his crew some. Right. So I, I just, when I was playing those crews, I had fun and they do some really cool things. But in the back of my head, I was just like, you know, man, if I had Gracie here, if I had, <laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking in my head, man, if Ma was here, this would be a done deal right there. Oh my God. Because it, it, you, you have to get used to the fact that you have to do different things. It just, it's so far, every game that I play with Guild, it feels like I'm struggling to do things that I would do basic, you know, basic stuff that I would gain from Neverborn. But I have to struggle with Guild. You you want what? See, that's the thing. You kind of grow out of that, so I think it's good to yeah. play outside of your faction because you learn not only what that faction does, but it also makes you think about how the the main faction you use for so me for Bayou. Yep. How in this situation this would have been better with that Bayou pick? Oh yeah, for sure. I'm just pushing through all these bad losses. Yeah, just growing pains. <laughs> uh, I, I will. I will say that I did get called out by a patron. Uh, we had a patron that just signed up last month and I was sharing some lists for Ma Tucket and stuff. Right. And she was like, you bring Bert and Gracie a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I called you out. Like Chris called you out. Like that's not a secret. That's a meme of the podcast. I know. I'm just like, it's a, it's a dirty, dirty, uh, yeah, crutch. I love it. I always go to Titanium Pandora in my head. You start every list, regardless of what keyword, with Burton Gracie. Well, you'll be proud of me now. You'll be proud. <laughs> Chris and I played a game the other night, and he dropped English Ivan as a second master. Right. And I was about to hit, you know, confirm list, and then I realized Burton and Gracie are both willpower six, and I was like, hey, we got to take them out. Yep. Oh, Br Gracie summons the thing that kills her. That's the, that's yes. the most hilarious thing. It's like, oh. Gracie can Chris, defend herself. Nope. There's a Chris's there. eyes would have rolled back in his head if he saw that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. And then you need a black light to find him. <laughs> uh, also some constructive, uh, not criticism, but some praise for the podcast. People like it when we rip on each other. So let's not stop doing that. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we stop ripping on each other is because we stopped being friends. I mean, I would rip on you even if we weren't friends, Dixon. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I just, I, I really take that as praise, though, because, like I said, we, we know generally what we're talking about. But if on the high end of things, if you're looking for the most technical, precise, just analysis of each model, you're, you're not going to get that on this podcast. Like, we bring strong lists and, we you know, we'll try to win. Mm. But by all means, we're more about just you know, kicking each other in the face and just laughing about it. Yeah, and it's like we're not competitive. Like, we do get to top three often. I, I came in first place last tournament. Uh, right. Uh, yeah. We may not yeah. be the top percentile players, but we're not slouches. We're trying to get Chris to speed up with his Cadmus play. That's the toughest thing I think you're struggling with right now. No, I mean, serious though, aren't you? Like, it's tough. Dude, like, what are, it is tough. Yeah, get yourself a clock. Just, just practice that death clock. We did. We did. We got to turn four uh, in two hours with me playing Nexus. So I'm Yo. getting my reps in. 
Okay. Yeah, because I told him, it's like, yes, Cadmus is strong, but if you don't get out of turn two or three, then you're not going to win. Yeah, no, that works. And I, and I was telling him that even if that is the case, you, and this is what I think all players need to think about competitive-wise and just game-wise, mm-hmm. is when you are playing on a clock in a tournament, whether it's around time or whatever, mm-hmm. you have to realize that I'm playing Cadmus. Yes, that's strong, but if, I, if I'm only going to get to turn three... That means I need to score my schemes on turn two. That way you can maximize points because if you don't get your scheme points on turn two, then you're only going to get them. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting them later. Yeah, you're only going to get the end of game scheme points if you even get them there. So you got to really plan that shit out. Yeah. I mean, I, I can also find it like I, I personally find it very difficult for me to get points from schemes until like turn three or four. Like I literally I'm struggling to get points on turn two. I don't know why it becomes a lot harder for me now that I'm playing guild. Yeah, I I try to get at least one turn two. Uh, so in my mind, it's like, okay, strat, which one of my schemes am I going for? I like to keep one of the schemes back because I don't like revealing them both on turn two. Right. Because it makes it better for my, or easier for my opponent to plan how to fight against that throughout the rest of the game. Mm. So I usually like revealing one turn two. And then revealing my other scheme, usually turn three or four, probably four, mm. and then try to score them both turn five. Yeah, like I had a game that I didn't even reveal either of my schemes until turn five. Like that's that's, that's how only... hard it's been. <laughs> Guild's been struggles for reals. I don't know why. Like I see the models and I was like, oh, okay, so the damage is a little higher and the stats are a little higher for the attack, but like they die to a stiff breeze. I gotta get used I've... to like suiciding in. Why well, you just switch over to Rezzers? <laughs> he tried. I really, really, really don't want to do that, mostly because of my brother, not because I don't like them. I got gotcha. you. It's kind of the same thing how I don't play Euripides because of, of my kid. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, have you played a lot of Dashel, Dixon? Nope. Nope. I've been focusing on, on the Masters that I played before because if I, you know, since I already played them, I figured it'd be easier for me to start doing better with the guys that I already know, you know? Is it? Yeah. Is been, it? Yeah. What's is up? it working? Is it working? Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm doing better. But the thing is, remember, it's. I've been playing against the same people that I played before with Everborn. So these people are really, really, really good. And I would say I was surprised, Dixon, that uh, when you were saying which master you were excited for with the title, I know right. you like family. So I mean, Perdita makes sense. But I was actually thinking you were going to say Lady J, just because she does some cool things now. Oh my lord! I don't get me wrong, I, I do like air like a lot, like a lot, a lot. I think she's gonna be one of the stronger uh, keywords in the in the faction. But I'm more excited about Perdita because of all the interactions with the upgrade yeah. and how the rules of the game play with the upgrade. We talked about this before. Like you like the meat and potatoes. Me and Chris, we kind of like love all these complicated, you know, interactions with the rules. And the upgrades are fucking phenomenal. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I do like to put a little salt, you know, maybe a little <laughs> hot sauce on there every now and then. Oh yeah. So I do I do like to spice it up. But yeah, I do love my direct meat and potatoes. I, I mean, that's why I laughed when we were talking about uh, EDS on the last episode. I was like, <laughs> I'm too dumb for this crew. It's like just move on. Let's. <laughs> I don't think I, you know. And I, like in a little serious note, I honestly think it's just like 
you saw that they have to do like six things before they get one good thing out and you're like fuck this i'm out <laughs> i don't like the wind up i don't like the haymaker i right. just want to go in and just pow 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 <laughs> right oh uh, but yeah no yeah. dude like i i want to the moment that i get a logical pistoler to die turn into a death marshal and then i turn that death marshal into a, a monster hunter and then they kill the monster hunter and I turn right back into a death marshal. I'm I'm done. I'm happy. That's it. That's my goal. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I did it. I did the thing that I came to do. I don't care if I win that game. So how do you turn it into a death marshal? So every time a living minion dies, you can discard a card with a recruiter and you get a death marshal. Oh, uh, gotcha. Okay. So a monster hunter, he he's a living minion. So if he dies, he still has the the chance to turn into a death marshal but he i keep the upgrade on the death marshal so the death marshal if it kills something and at minimum damage three stat six on a gun like i think that's doable with <laughs> the death marshal and yeah that's it that's a trick literally you just like kind of recycle them over and over again as long as you actually kill something it's dope i love it <laughs> well maybe these titles will make you stick around guild more uh for i'm a trying to as soon as i saw perdita uh well i saw I saw Lady J and I immediately wanted to like drop all the other masters and I start playing Lady J because I haven't played Lady J yet. I played Sonya Crit, I played Nelly, and I played Perdita. And I've lost, like I said, seven games so far. And I'm enjoying myself, but I wish I wasn't, you know, getting wrecked. <laughs> yeah, and but see the thing is is that that's kind of the way that you should go into a faction. You should start off with, if you're brand new, I always recommend just sticking with one keyword. Right. But, you know, you, me, or Chris going into a new faction, and I'm looking at flexing into guild as well, just because I have, I've learned I have all the keywords except for Frontier. Right. So, but for me, the ones that I'm going to start with when I feel bored and want to flex into guild mm -hmm. is I'm going to start with Hoffman. I'm going to start with Dashel. And what was the other one I decided on? I don't know. Maybe I haven't decided on. Maybe those are the two that I wanted to start with. Hmm. Well, I, I just remember that I have one single game with uh, with Bass. And I liked him. But at the same time, I just I had no idea what I was doing, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we talked about it later after that. Like, I need to abuse the fact that he, he has a few units that ignore line of sight and concealment. I'm just super pumped because now with this new editing software, we can legitimately do one or two battle reports a month. So I'm super pumped for that. Well, you got a viewer right here because I'm definitely. I was watching the the one that you did by yourself, and I was like, I wish I could hear Chris just ripping <laughs> into you. So Chris, <laughs> I don't know if you looked at it yet, but you can see more of you than me. Right. So when you got frustrated over, I think the surveyor got like beat up <laughs> and then your operative got beat up and you just see you shaking your head. You're like, so, and I was like, if we had Chris talking on this, which we will next time, yeah. he would just be like, that son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. <laughs> Pepperidge Farmer members. Uh, uh, definitely going to be good. And yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about it. All right, but I think that's a good place to leave it, guys. I think uh, we'll go ahead and get this one in the books and get it uh, get it out for the people here in a few days. Hell yeah. All right, well, until then, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>